I'm Corinne Ruff, and this is Conversational Commerce, the podcast where we break down the biggest industry news and trends by talking shop with the retail dive team, thought leaders, and executives. This time on the show, we're diving into what turned a model educated in political science and ocean conservation into a retail entrepreneur. It's a story that begins with a small observation. A few years ago, Seattle-based model Ryan Buckley started to notice on the set of fashion shoots that there was a big difference between how clothing fit her and others that were technically her size but had unique curves to their bodies. It inspired her in 2014 to launch a startup called FitCode, a fashion tech company that uses a system that takes height, shape, and a lot of other features into consideration to create bottoms by fit rather than a standard size. I recently sat down with Ryan to talk about how she's using technology not only to tackle online fit, but also to address many other major industry problems, like inclusive sizing, omni-channel, and the reverse supply chain. Before we dive in, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Support for Retail Dive's conversational commerce comes from Synchrony. Whether you're working to build new retail experiences or just a better way to understand customers, Synchrony's data, analytics, and insights can help guide the way. You can learn more about their services by visiting synchronyfinancial.com. All right, here's our show. We're recording here from the National Retail Federation's Big Show up in New York City, and I'm so excited to have Ryan Buckley from FitCode on. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a pleasure. (laughs) You've only been around for a couple years, so I'm hoping you can talk a little bit about your background, both with FitCode and the inception of that, um, but as well as your background outside of that. Yeah, absolutely. So I graduated from the University of Washington with a degree in political science and ocean conservation studies. I modeled all over the world after graduation, so the two things completely unrelated but um, modeling was really my first introduction into the fashion industry. And so that's where the genesis of FitCode came from. And it was through modeling that I realized, hey, there's huge problems with e-commerce. There's big problems with fit. There are big problems with returns. And I was in a pretty unique position to solve them. As a woman shopping online, there's this huge problem in terms of trusting a brand and whether it's going to fit you. And if you've bought before, then maybe you know that you're a size six, but otherwise you might buy three sizes just in case because you really need the jeans for the next week. Um, I think that's you know, a really relatable problem for women, um, but it's also a really big problem for retailers, right? Because you get caught up in this big reverse supply chain mess where how do you process these returns? Tell me a little bit about how you're coming at tackling this problem. Problem. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. There are $254 billion of retail returns every year. So, this is a huge problem for retailers. Women's denim is the number two returned item online. It's um, right behind women's dresses, which is more of a style thing and less of a fit thing. So, women's denim is the number one fit returned item, which is why we started women's denim, is also my background in modeling. But what we do is we say, hey, you know, if you go to one of these branded retailer websites, you're going to see hundreds, if not thousands, of product images. And so, you have no idea how these items are going to fit you since you don't have a fitting room online. And so what FitCode does is we come in and we say, you know, out of the hundreds of images you see, here are the 10 to 15 they're going to fit you. And this is the size to buy in them. 
So I know for you, there's a big difference between size and fit. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So this really comes from my background modeling. So I could be on set, you know, as a size 27 woman modeling a size 27 jean. And there is always another model on set with me who's a size 27. And they had put the same jean on us and it looked completely different on each woman. And I started realizing, oh my goodness, we have to move beyond size. You know, we are technically the same size, but the jean will really flatter her and it won't flatter me or vice versa. And a bunch of our competitors are trying to solve it from telling women and men what size, uh, you know, these jeans or any sort of apparel could buy. And we just have to start looking at fit because fit is where it's all at. So the process that you have is sort of a questionnaire online that asks, you know, different factors that make up fit. So what are some of the questions that you ask? Yeah, since we just do bottoms, so we just do jeans and other um, pants, we really look at your waist, we look at your hips, we look at your booty, we look at your inseam, and then we take all of those answers, we feed it together, and, you know, it goes into this algorithm, out pops your fit code. And so you can have anything in women's sizing from a zero all the way to a 24W within one fit code. So we say, you know, the size is the second factor here. Let's look at this woman's body shape. Let's see what's going to fit her and flatter her and then tell her what size to buy. So what's been the reaction so far from customers? I mean, I know with some um, e-commerce websites like Stitch Fix, um, it takes a couple tries for the stylist to really get it right. Are you finding that you, you know, hit the fit exactly right the first time or what's kind of the feedback process like? Yeah, so we really look at a few different metrics. So how our product works is we live on these brand and retail websites. And so if you take someone like Joe's Jeans, for example, if you go to their, you know, e-commerce website, you'll see a button that says take fit quiz. And from there, we ask you the four questions. It takes about 15 seconds. You don't need measurements or anything. And then we are looking at certain engagement rates. So we look at our quiz completion rate, which is 94%. So that's almost 10 times industry standard. We look at, is this person purchasing more than if they weren't using fit code? The answer is yes, by almost 400%. And then are they coming back to the site and purchasing again using their fit code? And the answer to that is yes, by almost 6x. And so we look at these and we say, okay, this consumer is happy. They want this product. They're enjoying the experience. We're delighting them by getting them into the right product the first time. And then they're coming back and buying more. Are you actually seeing a reduction in the return rate as well? Absolutely. And so that's like something that Stitch Fix can, you know, really look to fit code for is companies no longer have to wonder, you know, okay, we're going to send this person four different products and hope that they keep one because FitCode can come in and say, here are the four products and fit them, they can keep all four. So you do a lot of partnerships with brands. Um, tell me, what's a good partnership to you and do they have to buy into the problem that you're solving as well? You know, a lot of times brands and retailers don't quite understand what their problems are. And so it's my job to be able to go in and say, hey, you know, the industry is going online. Your e-commerce business needs to grow if you want to survive right now. Here's one way to grow it. And that's by integrating with a company like FitCode who can increase your conversions by 400%. That's an easy way to do it. But the best thing you can do is start surprising and delighting your customers. So if they come on and this experience is personalized and curated for them by what's going to fit them, you make it easy and seamless, they're going to keep coming back and they're going to keep purchasing more. And then, you know, of course, the fundamental is if you can send her the right product the first time, she's not going to return it. Do you envision a world where all brands have fit oversize? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, any brand, especially big retailers who are multi-brand retailers, need to start thinking about fit. So if a customer comes to their site, they're going to get lost and they're going to get overwhelmed with all the hundreds, if not thousands of products. And if you can take that whole page and personalize it and say, hey, you know, we know we have a lot of product, but here are the ones that are right for you, that they're going to have a really exciting shopping experience. How many employees do you have right now? We have 10 full-time employees. Okay. Yeah. 
Yep. We've been around since 2014, and then we went into Series A funding in 2015. In the first couple of years, young startup companies learn so much, and it really defines the next five years are going to look like. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what are the number one things that you've pulled away from the learning experience of the first couple of years that you're you know, defining the rest of FitCode? I think you always have to keep your customer first. So for FitCode, those are two different people. So we have the customer who is um, like our partner's customer, so the, the consumer. And then we have the consumer of our product who is the brand and the retailer. And so we have to not only listen to all the denim shoppers out there and say, hey, we understand this denim shopping experience is such a headache for you. We know your pain points. We're solving for that. But we also have to talk to our brands and retailers and say, we understand e-commerce. We understand how hard the retail industry is right now and how much pressure you're under with budgets and innovation and you know merchandising. And this is how we're going to help solve for that. And if you can really marry those two things together and always keep your customer at the forefront of your mind, you're going to succeed. If there was one thing that you could change about the in-store experience, um, what would you try to disrupt next? You know, I think we have to work on how people merchandise. So right now you walk onto um, a floor in a retailer, like the denim floor, and it's just, it's all merchandised by brand. And that's not helpful for the customer. So, you know, there should be a gene in every denim brand that fits the customer. And that's what Fitco does is we can really highlight that and say, hey, you know, one brand doesn't just fit you anymore. We should be able to consult and make jeans within all these brands and then just tell you what jean to buy within each brand. Do you have any plans in mind for FitCode stores? Absolutely. So Omnichannel is kind of the way of FitCode 2018. And so it's taking these brands and saying, hey, we've already solved this experience for you online. Let's bring it in store. Let's put an iPad at the front of the store, have your customers answer four questions, and then help you organize the store by FitCode. So no longer do they have to come in and wonder what to buy. But if they tell your salesperson they're a FitCode 500, that salesperson can direct them to a rack of jeans that we already know are going to fit them so they can shop by style. So I know you're based in Seattle. Is that, you know, the logical place where you would start to experiment with a brick and mortar store? Yeah, we've already done a couple. We call them Fit Labs, so in-store experiences with denim brands. Um, we, of course, have Amazon and Nordstrom. We're kind of, our office is located right between the two of them. So <laughs> Seattle is a, a funny place for a fashion brand, but it's also, uh, it's a really inspiring place to be, too. Are there any, you know, possibilities for collaborations with these kind of mega organizations that are also you know, call Seattle home. This is our year for retail partnerships as well. So we've been completely focused on just brand partnerships. We needed to get all that Dana, denim data on board. And now we can go to these multi-brand retailers and say, hey, all the denim brands that, you know, you offer, we have the data on and we can now integrate on your site and take those thousands of product images, tell your customer here the few they're going to fit and then what size to buy in them. So you're talking about omni-channel, you know, there's so many channels to be on these days in the stores, on e-commerce, on social media, and there's a lot of different expectations for the consumer these days, um, and they want the brands to be where they're at, and I'm curious how you look at the relationship between retailer, brand, and consumer. Yeah, I think that retailers and brands have to meet the customer where they're at, so whether that is on Instagram, or if it's just shopping on the mobile site, or if it's in-store, if it's on the e-commerce site, you know, the, the experience has to be seamless and it has to follow the customer. And so the customer doesn't want to have to do a new thing each time they start working with your brand. They want to look at your Instagram and they want to shop your Instagram. They want to then go to the mobile site and shop your mobile site just like they do on a desktop. And then when they come in store, you need to recognize that person's a customer. And so if you can link all these things together and keep personalizing for them, they're going to be very, very happy. Mm -hmm. 
when I think about, you know, how technology is in integrated into the industry, um, we see a lot of shiny objects and a lot of useful things. Um, and I think we're seeing a lot of success specifically in the beauty segment. It's just, it's more compatible. AR really works for that type of thing. But I wonder, you know, what would it take for apparel really to shine in the market? Yeah, you know, AR and beauty go hand in hand. You look at skin tone and facial features and you can see why AR just plays right into that field. With apparel, it's a little bit different, but you know, the, the technology can change things for apparel as well. And so we need to start looking at body shape. And that's one of the things that Fitco does is we consult with our partners and we say, hey, you are making all your jeans off one fit model. That's one body shape. So an entire brand makes all of their jeans off one body shape and expects them to fit their entire customer base. And so if we can start saying, hey, you know, let's hold up here. Here's the process. You need to look at who your customer base is, who she is by body shape, and then make jeans for her. And if we can change that and really use data and technology to help these brands, then they're going to succeed. So FitCode is still a small operation, but it also makes you really nimble and agile. Um, and, you know, a lot of our readers are from bigger brands and retailers. And I'm curious, you know, what advice do you have from someone coming from a startup mindset for how to change the experience and make it more engaging for customers? Yeah, absolutely. I think retailers need to not be afraid to innovate. And so, you know, the retail industry has been around so long, but there's such an archaic way of thinking and they have to make these small incremental bets on startups and they have to start thinking, you know, we're going to make this bet here and the startup and another bet here and then let's build them together. Let's see what's going to happen because they have to start innovating in small ways if they want to stay ahead. I'd say 2016, 2017, you're seeing a couple brands really lead the charge with innovation. And now as retail industry works, everyone's on board. And so they're all trying to innovate. And it's no longer enough just to innovate. You have to innovate quickly. You have to innovate successfully and you have to make those right bets. And so it's just kind of getting your feelers out there and figuring out which startups are right for you and then executing quickly on them. As you look at retail in 2018, kind of what are the biggest trends that, you know, are specific to you as, you know, a denim and bottom seller, but also just trends that are kind of defining the industry this year? You know, I think especially millennial shoppers are really um, going towards brands that have a purpose-driven mission. And so people don't just want a good product anymore. They want a product that stands for something. And so whether that be sustainability or any sort of, um, you know, people group support, it's really important that these brands look beyond just their product and they look their overall mission and customers are going to be drawn to that. The other thing that I'm seeing, um, again, is just innovation. And so it's how are these brands going to innovate? And they need to innovate successfully and not just with these big, shiny technologies. You know, they have to, and this is what I always encourage our partners to do too, is think about what your customer is going to use. And if I'm the customer, just like I am, if I'm shopping for jeans, I don't want to take a body scan. I don't want to do any of these things. I want to watch Real Housewives and shop on my computer at the same time <laughs> and just get the right jean the first there time. You, you know, and so it's really using technology to innovate, but also remembering let's not overcomplicate it. You know, let's just get the lowest hanging fruit. Let's solve this problem and move on to the next one. So what do you think is your biggest challenge as you're looking at the growth of the company and, you know, testing out these new stores and menswear and all of these things? What's the thing that to you is, um, you know, the thing to work on in 2018? You know, I think we have to widen our net with um, partners specifically. And so it has been a challenge getting retailers to move at the speed that we want them to move. And so they all are giant businesses and we're a small startup. And, you know, I hear this across retail tech startups. We all have the same problem where we have these really agile companies that we want to partner with these big retailers, but they move slower than we do. And that's okay. And so it's all about learning to work at their pace and pushing them, but not too hard and really being a good partner to them and helping us build together.
So as you look at your future, do you think you'll ever get back to ocean conservation or, you know, any of those things that you had modeling, things that you did before? You know, I'm still actively modeling here and there. I uh, take a few jobs a month, but, you know, with the oceans, God, I would love to get back to them. For now, I'm really stuck in this um, retail space and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, you're smitten with the industry. I am. You know, I'm um, smitten with solving problems and that's really where I came from so I never thought I'd be um, in technology I never thought I'd be in retail and I just saw this problem as a model and I was like I have to solve it and the same thing goes for the ocean so we have a host of problems right now happening in our environment and you know if we can get really innovative really creative people to get out there and try to solve them we're going to see some pretty big change and so I think down the road at some point I'll go back to the oceans but for now it's all about solving this retail problem yeah there's a lot of disruption to go around in the industry right now so. absolutely um, do you see other problems that you want to solve in the industry looking forward? You know, I think um, the biggest thing I see in retail is that we have to be inclusive. And so, you know, people talk all the time about the plus size women's market. It's $20.4 billion a year. And it is shocking to me how many times I hear that the plus size woman is a discount shopper. And, you know, I talk to our brands all the time and I say, hey, you know, we get it. Like, we'll drive sales on your site. Fitco can do that. But the best thing you can do to help yourself is to start making jeans for all women and not just, you know, this 27 to size 32. You need to make them for all women and include them in your marketing and include them in your in-store experience because, you know, we have over 50% of American women right now who will walk into a brand store and have no clothes in her size in that store. And so we have to start, you know, understanding that she has spending power and she has a big say right now and that you know we have to start supporting her and we have to start supporting her in the industry thank you so much for being on the show i loved having you here thank you so much you too thanks for tuning in to this episode of conversational commerce for all the latest updates on industry news analysis and trends subscribe to our free daily newsletter at retaildive.com and stay tuned for more episodes. Until next time, I'm Corinne Ruff, and this was Conversational Commerce.